everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Meta, a podcast. I'm Paul. I'm Jimmy. And I'm Glenn. And if this is your first time joining us or not, we are Meta Podcast. Meta analysis of everything. Video games? And not video games. But mostly video games. So, pretty much everything. Yeah. And video games. And video games. So today, we are talking about uh, a video game. Which uh, is uh, a series of video games mm-hmm. that... So, multiple near, video games. Near, yes. Near, near and dear to our hearts. Um, a lot of, a lot of good memories of shitty glitches and uh, expansive worlds. So yeah, that game series is the Elder Scrolls series. Uh, mostly, well, only uh, well, three through five. Yeah, which is Morrowind, Oblivion, and Skyrim. Probably yeah. the most well known. Well known, most current age. But what about Daggerfall? <laughs> <laughs> it's two times the size of Great Britain. Is it? Yeah, it's the largest world map ever created. Actually, to twice the size of Great Britain. Wow. It's like fucking... If you, It's like fucking... No, <laughs> what are we fucking? <laughs> no, I mean, no A map. Has, <laughs> no one has... <laughs> fucking the map fucks you, though, is the problem. Because, like, right. there's, like, it still hasn't been fully explored to this day or some shit. Oh, my like, God. That's absurd. It's, like, fucking... 99.8% like, of fucking it like nothing a, on the map. Isn't it like a turn-based... No, it's no, it's like... It's like live action? Some shit. Live action? <laughs> I don't fucking know. RTS? Well, it's just fucking huge and no one's fully know. explored it. That's crazy. Because it's some... fucking... Who wants to explore two times the size of Great Britain that's filled with nothing? So this had true. to come out before before Morrowind. Yes. Oh, yes. That would make sense. And, well, yeah. And then... Daggerfall's <laughs> the second one? Yeah, second yeah, one. Yeah, but then... Hammerfell? How did... Not a game? Maybe? How did they... Is that just Daggerfall, but a different weapon? I how did they create a map? Like, obviously, that requires, like, a shit ton of memory. What right. what system did this come out on? Like, how did they I support think, that? God, I want to say it was, like, DOS or something. It's got to be very early Windows. Yeah, it was... If not it was It was PC. I do remember that. Okay. It was yeah, only it was PC. Not, it was not, like, a console. No, no, no. Yeah. It was only PC, <clears throat> so only the elites who wanted to do nothing with their life. Pretty much. Play this yeah. game. It's... I remember the... Uh, to put into context, Morrowind is... 99.9% less the size of Daggerfall. <laughs> like, that is an actual infographic. Wow. Or not infographic, but like a, a data point they brought up. And you like, have to believe us. So it's so it's yeah. point... It's wow. point one. So Morrowind is 0.1% of... Point one point, yeah, 1% the size of Daggerfall. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Because Morrowind is also it's huge, pretty big, from what I hear. I haven't played it. <laughs> yeah, and I think Morrowind was such a, um, you know, we talked about it in Breath of the Wild in our previous episode, but um, I think we hit the point in our Breath of the Wild episode where it's like Breath of the Wild is kind of like the new bar that's been set for open world right. games, which is like Rip and Peace, Mass Effect Andromeda, like what poor timing, holy <laughs> shit. Um, but I mean, they have they have a player base that is is different, obviously. Yeah, than, yeah, yeah. Than yeah. Legend of Zelda, they're they're actually doing fine. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> after after your scathing review, I don't. I, know. I don't know how they survived after my yeah yeah. But, but but yeah, so I feel that you know Breath of the Wild is like the new standard and bar that's been set, um, and very much Morrowind was for that time era was that same bar like Morrowind's. What Morrowind did in the sandbox world uh, genre was de- definitely defining of that so, genre. Yeah, what what did they do? Um, I think one of the big things with Morrowind was the interactiveness of the world and like creating 
focusing more on the environment because obviously in Daggerfall it's like it was limited by what the graphics and the system could do and create. Right. And so, you know, it was pretty much just like you're reading like whatever you're not fucking exploring a blank space on like a fucking grid system and you get to a place it's like, oh, you kill some shit. Good job. You like, here's the quest. You finished it. Like move on to the next one kind of thing. Like there's no real thing to the quest other than like, here's the objective. Um, Morrowind very much put the story in there that created like every doing things felt meaningful. Quests had purpose. Um, and it wasn't just like, Hey, go kill like ten like mud crabs. Mud crabs or you know, or whatever. Like there's a, a bear or whatever. It's like it would be something they would like the way they told it in a story was something that was not really done at the time. Where the quest wasn't directly it's not like here's the quest lore and vlog or whatever, and then the objective is listed on a bullet point right underneath it. Like you'd have to read the quest to be like, what is it they're asking me to do right now? Uh, so it might be something like, oh my god, like you won't believe it. Like I was like going up the river, and then like all of a sudden like I just hear this rumbling in the water, and then like before I knew it, my entire like boat was like uh, run aground by like this like myriad of like mud crabs that like overwhelmed me and like. I lost, like, all my goods or whatever, which is, like, you know, really beyond the point, like, the, like, the thing that really saddens me is the fact that, like, I lost this, like, amulet that my father had gave me, like, damn, dude, like, it's, it's rough kind of thing, like, you know, beware if you're heading in this area kind you're of like, thing. You're like, oh, I just killed a mud crab with a sick chain. <laughs> well, it's like, <laughs> flavor, flavor, <laughs> and a clock on, <laughs> so <it'd> be, sick <laughs> chain. <laughs> so it'd be, like, this really cool way of, like, you look at it and you're like, Oh, like this guy's missing his amulet from his dad. There were a bunch of mud crabs involved, and like a shipwrecked boat, and it happened on, around this area. Like the because the quest didn't give it anything more than that. Like it wasn't like go right. kill the mud crabs and get the amulet. Like you just looked at the quest and you're like, oh shit! Like that's what I have to do. So you had to like derive from the quest log, like what you were supposed to do. That's super cool, super Im immersive. Yes, and so you had to create. So the story's created for you. Um, it, I mean, it's much like other RPGs. They can't like, they can't have randomly generated things that don't lead to a certain direction, right? Mm -hmm. But it did still allow the player um, some agency in like the story that is being created. Right. They got, they had to read it. They had to be invested in it. Yeah. Um, and they can choose whether or not to do it. Mm -hmm. There was that, and I think also just that decision of choice was very prevalent throughout that game. Like obviously, creating your own class was something that was pretty like new because you could do like the preach like predetermined classes or right. you could like custom the class customize the class where it's like oh well this is my sign uh these are the skills i'm good at and uh you know i'm gonna name my class too so i'm like a i'm a dick fucker <laughs> yeah like you know fucking some shit like that and then prime dick fucker <laughs> you could do all that kind of stuff which is really cool and i think one of the the barter system was also something introduced in the game where you could talk to like depending on like your charisma you can talk to, like, shop owners and be like, uh, this item, actually, I'm gonna barter that. Like, I think I only want to pay this much. And they'll be like, uh, no, fuck you. That's way too, like, you're just trying to rip me off now. And, you know, that Hey, I was trying to rip you off, yeah. but that's not fit. That's you not how this flip works. the table. Yeah. <laughs> and they like, and your meter with, like, how much to, like, they eventually, if you just kept trying to do that, they would just get to a point where they were just, like, upset with you and, like, would not talk Your to you. Bullshit, like, bullshit a meter Yeah, exactly. And so there was and a so lot of... And so you just of, had to steal it. Yeah, pretty much. They, 
they're the ones who forced you into being a criminal. Yeah, exactly. They, it's, it's their the, fault. It's the shop owners. It's the shop owners. It's yeah. this capitalist society. It's not your own. <laughs> trying to get every penny out of me. <laughs> well, I'm just trying to feed my family and kill dragons. And get Medicare. And I think... <laughs> but there are so many cool things the game did, and how the game explained it was something that was really awesome. Because it didn't just hand it to you. Being like, you could just say, all right, press A to read through everything, and then like, oh, here, cool, it lists out the quest objectives, and I'm going to track yeah. it, you know, on my map. It's like and then you... it pinpoints the exact location where the boat with mud crabs and an amulet is. Yeah, so I remember uh, the first all town... All fun is gone. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the first town you walk out of, uh, where you, like, choose your class, there's, like, you walk, like, two steps outside the town, like, the main road, and all you hear is this, like, oh, and then, yeah. like... This fucking body like plummets from the sky and the sky like dies what? on impact. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck just happened? And like you read, like you go over to his body and you loot it, of course. Um, <laughs> and you found a liver. Yeah. What a sensible gent you are. <laughs> and he has like these three scrolls on him. You're like, okay. And then he has like his like uh, journal notes or whatever. And you read them. And he's like, yes, I finally have discovered, like... Flight! Yeah, you know, it's like, it's <laughs> he's like, I've discovered, like, Dude, the magic of, it. like, extreme <laughs> jumping or whatever. And he's oh, like... Oh, wait, really? Yeah, and he's like, oh. I can, like, cross any distance with this now because I can just... And so, like, it's fun because you just, like, you're like, oh, cool. So you use one of the scrolls and you fucking jump and it launches you to, like, the point of, like... You could, like, probably touch the top of the map, like, the ceiling of the map. Like, you fly, yeah. like, oh, you, like, you could jump over mountains. I think they use it, it in speedruns. Yeah, like, it's definitely used in speedruns. Yeah. Like, it's a fucking, it's ridiculous. But you only like, do it once in the game? Just yeah, the you, get, like, you get, like, three scrolls of it that you can use. Uh, um, but I think it definitely brought about this single-player, like, MMO experience, though. Like, the world was very reminiscent of like EverQuest at the time um which was I think like the big competitor for like MMO in that scene um and it, there was just so many things that you could just do like you could literally take you could kill like one of the main quest givers oh yeah you can or whatever. Ruin, you can not finish Morrowind yeah like you can kill one, there's like one way you can like jank it or whatever where like you but the game doesn't tell you about it it's cause right. like there's this guy he's like a demigod and he's like half like dark elf slash like half high elf or some shit um, that's he, not. That doesn't make any sense. Culture logistically not, impossible. Yeah, the, the cultures are so different. There's no way that a dark <laughs> elf and a high elf would ever be together. That's just like getting rid of all the high fantasy tropes and just throwing them out the window. How dare they? How dare they? And also, we're calling this from memory, so that might not even be entirely oh, accurate. Okay. All I remember is he looked like a half elf and a dark elf, half of a high elf. And he was half something. Yeah. Like, and like, Two-Face? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like like, no, you're fucking no, kidding not, me. His That's, name, like, it it's, like, a, on the box art. His name starts with, like, a V. I can't remember. It was I like told v you I didn't play more. Volrund or it something? Was, yeah, it's, like, five five characters. I remember that. Yeah. Delta King? Anyways. <laughs> um, <laughs> he he gives you this sword later in the game, in the main <laughs> quest line, to, like, be Master able to... Yeah. Sorry, I keep going. <laughs> to be able to beat oh the, uh... The, like the main enemy right. of the game you can kill this guy before he gives you the sword and like restores its power or whatever and just have a um, worthless sword and just have like a worthless sword and if you <laughs> kill him it's like 
I remember the game even tells you like a little thing being like you, your it's, quest is over. Yeah, it's like your quest is over. Like you cannot like what? you like you cannot hope to finish in this like desolate world you've created now. Like by killing this like demigod. Yeah. However, though, and the game doesn't say this, but there's an item you can loot off of him, which you can take to the last living Dwenmir, and then like you give the guys like yeah like. Yeah, it's some pretty cool, like, trinket you got there or whatever. Like, obviously, it's, like, missing some power. And then I forget what item it is. He doesn't tell you what item you need, but you have to get, like, a bunch of, like, one type of material, and you give it to the Dwenmir guy, and he'll, like, make a copy, like, exact replica of the sword that's, like, also equally powered, oh. which you can use to beat the final boss. Oh. But that's never revealed to you at any point. And so, like, part of you is, like, how the fuck do you figure that out? But the fact that it existed in the game was something That's I appreciated. Yeah. Like, because... You can't... Because it's just, like, having... An, like, I'm guessing the game auto-saved at some points, too, right? I can't no. remember. I don't no. think it does. I don't think Marwin before, before auto-save was, like, a thing. But if you just, like, you can, missed, like quick if you just missed a text option and Tali jumps off the cliff... No, I mean, if you missed a text <laughs> option and then you don't... Or you don't see that you just lost the game, then you... Well, it's well, like... You just, like, wander aimlessly until you figure out that you actually can make the replica sword. Uh, well, that one was a little more because it's like you have to like deliberately attack this guy and like kill him, right. which is really hard to do. Because he's and a demigod. I remember, yeah, he's like a demigod. I remember I had to create like, God, that game was so great for creating things because you could like imbue swords or like weapons or whatever and like make your own things. And it was like possible to trap like you required a soul gem and like how powerful the soul gem was was dependent on like what you could do with the sword. Right. And there's a way to totally, like, jank it up, because it's, like, Elder Scroll games. Bethesda games and, in but, general. Yeah, like, and you were able to get this, like, super powerful soul, like, really easily, and then you could, like, use, like, a uh, skill... <laughs> you could use spells to enhance skills to make, like, super powerful fucking weapons. I remember I made this sword that, like, uh, just upon swinging it, it would do, like, a 50-yard radius explosion. <laughs> like... And it's, like, fucking, I'm, like, okay, well, let's try this guy out. And I'm in a town or whatever. I, like, fucking no! aggro, like, every guard because I hit them with this fucking Fire Nova explosion. Oh and, like, this is just some shit I created. I imagine this <laughs> is, like, like, I imagine you accidentally, like, you're, like, oh, I'll just try this in, like, town square. Like, nobody's around. And you just, like, there's a fucking like, crater oh, now where, yeah, where the town used to exist. It's just some children playing ball and then they... <laughs> It's like, like happy, mu happy music, and then it's just like Nova. <laughs> it cues the scene from Terminator Two where Sarah Connor's imagining like fucking. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. she's like no, and like the kids are getting like melted in the playground. <laughs> the younglings. <laughs> God, it was just, but there was just so much crazy shit you could do in that right. game, and you're like, it was so unchecked. Like I remember going to like the main place right at the start of the game where the demigod hangs out, like breaking pickpocketing a guard's like a key for this like armory and then getting like ebony armor off the bat and wow. being like and ivory and you could sell that shit for like Live together <laughs> relevant song <laughs> and you could sell that shit for so much you're like great i have now no no problems of money for like 50 percent of this that's game now funny. it was just ridiculous and so that's part of the i mean i think that's part of the enjoyment that i got out of playing um elder scrolls 4 Oblivion. Yeah, Oblivion and Skyrim, though. Mm. It's like, part of the game is so broken, and you can totally just fuck everything just up. Just exploit like, everything. Exploit everything. Yeah. But you can still play the main story. Main story's fun. You can still do all the side guilds and all that kind of stuff. Mm. It's still an awesome game. And I remember people complaining when, especially when Skyrim came out and you can make, like, 
infinite damage bows or whatever and just like one shot dragons right and people are like oh it's so stupid like why is that like it's in the game i can just one shot dragons now and i was like or you can play the play game it as it was intended being a or maybe not like as intended but like without being an idiot and making yeah. it 900 9900 whatever bow yeah. and one shotting dragons like you didn't have to do it but it was fun to just be like oh, i'm powerful <laughs> <laughs> all the watermelons <laughs> bow to me i definitely yeah. remember doing that in uh um, what was it called? In Oblivion. Oh, there yeah. There was like a, uh, if you... The duplicate glitch with n- rings? No, not That's even what that. I would do. What I, I mean, for combat, what I did was, like, I remember I was super sneak build, and if you attack from the back, like, with dagger, it was, like, six times damage. Right. And I remember if you just attacked fast enough, it would, like, stun lock an enemy... And fucking like, broken but, but you oh, wouldn't be staggered? revealed yeah but you wouldn't be revealed <laughs> right and so like you literally could just like sneak up to someone and just fucking like kill uh, yeah, them yeah, out yeah, of her yeah, there yeah. being a threat and then like just go over to his buddy and do the exact same thing and it was like so fucking <laughs> they look broken. at their dead friend and they're like hmm, oh I guess <laughs> that's normal <laughs> I guess you should <laughs> starts whistling <laughs> apparently there's somebody sneaking around here I guess I'll just go about my day yeah yeah I mean I I you talking about Morrowind really makes me want to play it, but I also have seen it, and I'm like, oh, I fucking cannot Dude, yeah. get past it. I can I can understand that, but I think you know when I played it, it was like when it had come out, and there was like yeah, it's like the kind of thing like of the time you're like, this is fucking amazing, right? You know, what about it for you is uh, not appealing, Jimmy? Like, what what made you be like, I can't play this? Like, right I fucking ev- hate dark every dark. every. <laughs> Every story I've heard and when I've seen my friend Aaron like play it and he's like showing me his like huge collection of like weapons that he made and shit like that is like I want to do this in this game but then he like goes into his treehouse and shows me the stuff and like he's telling me all of this stuff that he's doing but I'm not seeing it on the screen like the one to one I'm like I don't this is just a fucking bl- like muddy mess of textures and shit <laughs> i could not tell what the fuck was going on and he's like oh yeah i'm a werewolf now and like shit like that and i was like you look it's horrible this looks horrible and i just uh, just i couldn't get over the shitty yeah like you really have to put yourself into it yeah. which is why i'm super excited for skywind not that it's ever coming out in, in our lifetime but that they're working on like you know Re, re a fan made putting Morrowind into the Skyrim engine is oh it's, is happening. It's fan made. Yes, yeah. completely. So it's gonna be good. <laughs> it's gonna be done one, and it's gonna be no. Good. I, I'm not. I'm not joking. Actually, like I really appreciate. You don't want Bethesda to, to make. No, I don't. A re, um, remaster. No, I want. Of I want the fans yeah. to make it. If the fans make it, maybe it'll take forever. Maybe it'll be on an engine that's older because, like, if they're making it on right. Skyrim. Skyrim engine, They'll have possibly something else will be Elder you know Scrolls already engine. there, but um, I'm especially when it comes to I mean this is a different topic, but like board games and uh, tabletop games, like when player ma- when players make the game or make the rule set that like fits the you. game, it's always better. And yeah, like I'm I'm like I said, I'm super pumped for it, but it's also like they've been developing it forever in their free time. It, I mean, like they're right. not getting paid for it, so it's like it's been in development forever oh okay that being said we really support you guys yeah i i want to contribute in any way possible if anyone who works on besides Skyrim, money. Skyrim never <laughs> listens like we don't besides have any, money because we, we don't have any we're a podcast we'll happily be public advertising for you yeah totally 
Skywind. And Sky Oblivion. And Sky Oblivion as well, which is Oblivion. Go down, download. Sky Skyrim. Download the. The there's nothing to download because it's not. I think there's there's like a you can get like Sky Oblivion. I thought Sky Oblivion had some. What would the second one be called? Sky Skyfall. It's actually it's James Bond. Skyfall. Fucking no! Stop in that shit. It just opens with a bell. Like a 3D model of Adele in in Skyrim. Wait, Adele did the Skyfall song. Am I dumb? Are you? Am I bad? Fucking, I'm oh bad. my god! I, I can never tell now if Glenn is just <laughs> fucking with us or like. No, I'm that's, literally. That's real. I love Adele. I had no idea that she yeah. did. Well, that. I mean, she you she might love Adele's, but I think MacBooks. Yeah. I like Apple more. I like HP Hewlett Packard. Oh my god! Um, y'all are a bunch of jokers. But there was a lot of cool things about, like, Morrowind where, like, you just kind of could do it, and there was nothing really stopping you from doing it, and, <laughs> and and as a result, like, I mean, sometimes you just get your shit totally fucking wrecked. Like, I remember in, uh, when you go to Morrowind... I felt that uh, way in Oblivion, though. But there was, like, this one place you could go to where, um, you could find, like, relics throughout the world, and, like, okay. there's this guy's museum where you're like, yeah, like, if you find these relics, bring it here, and I can put them on display... And I remember I was like, okay, cool. But there was already like two relics in there. And I was like, or I'm gonna, I could steal them. I'm going to take this. And the guy's like, no, you can't take that. And he gets like super upset. And I was like, what's this rod even do? And it's like crazy kinetic blast. And so oh he's, like, God. he's like, you can't take that. I'm like, I'll like, show you what I can't do. Shit and you said, Fusro die. It was ridiculous. Yeah. There, but like the fact that, you know, you could kill main quest NPCs. And then you're like, it doesn't tell me what to do right. next now because I killed them. And how, I think the immersive environment of it, I think it it wasn't scared to uh, assume that its players were dumb and that there was going to be a lot of trial and error, but like inevitably, like, right. you'll figure it out. It reminds me of In Oblivion when I would run into a, a you know, an immortal NPC like Springhield Jack and my game had glitched and I had entered his, his house without starting the Thieves Guild quest mm -hmm. And I tried to kill him, and, like, I had full backstab and everything, and he'd, like, fall on the ground and just be unconscious, and I was like, oh, fuck, I want those shoes. <laughs> <laughs> and it just, like, it, it was one of those moments where I'm like, fuck, I really am, like, unimmersed. I'm totally brought out of this by not being able to kill this guy who I thought was, I mean, yes, when I knew he was a vampire, and, like, you look at him the second time, and his eyes are fucking red, and he's like, I'm a vampire, where, but, but like, I went up to him the first time, and I'm like, this is just a normal guy. <laughs> Why can't I kill him? God. There was, um, and I think transitioning into Oblivion, uh, I think Oblivion was, I mean, overall, I think Oblivion was good, um, but definitely did have some, some shortfall, or shortcomings, um, that I would say. Uh, some skyfalls. Some skyfalls. That, uh, <laughs> that definitely brought out... Uh, a lot of flaws of sort of the formula that Morrowind introduced. Um, yeah, like I've heard it's a lot dumbed, it's like been dumbed down. Yeah, and I think that's kind from of like... Oblivion, from Morrowind, Morrowind to, to Oblivion. Oblivion. And, and that's kind of, I think, happens over time because developers and game studios want to make sure that everyone can play the game or everyone enjoys the game, thus like increases the amount of people who will buy the game. Marketability. Yeah, and so what will happen is like... You know, instead of having to read all the quests to be like, what the fuck do I need to do? It's like, oh, it just tells me what to do. 
Like, uh, right. I mean, maybe it'll it still, give you, it still give you the quest log it. and, like, yeah. the journal yeah. entry, but then it's like, I could just read what the objective is, though. Yeah. Or look oh. at my radar. Yeah, and I have an indicator on the map yeah. to show me I'm going in the right direction, you know? So, and, um... In Morrowind, if you wanted to fast travel, you had to go to these, like, things in town that were these, like, giant, uh, not, like, centipedes. They were, like, these giant, huge fucking bugs that, like, you would ride. And it was, like, it would just do a loading screen, but it was kind of like the, um, the trolley system to and from, like, major points. And then you'd go from there. Whereas in Oblivion, you could just straight fast travel out of your map to, like, the next, to, like, an explored point. Um, so there was something, like, about it there where, uh... Like, a, a little unimmersive kind of thing, because it's like, yeah. you could still fast travel while you were a, uh, fast travel while you were, like, you know, in Morrowind. Yeah. But, but, like, there was still, like, an immersion factor there, where it's like, oh, I can only fast travel when I go to, like, the, like, the transportation system. Yeah. I literally yeah. had the best time in Oblivion when I didn't know that fast traveling existed. Yes. Because I started the game, uh, I don't... You come out of the sewers. Oh, yeah, out of the sewers after that whole thing. And then, like, I was told to go to Kavach or whatever. And then I, like, was, like, walking through the, like, forest. Right. And, like, fighting bears and just encountering quests and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I just had no idea that fast travel existed. And I don't know when I finally figured that out and, like, started using it as the mechanic that it is. But for that period of time when I had zero idea, like, this was my first Elder Scrolls game, so I had no other prior exposure to the series. Mm. So having that, like, exploration and being restricted to not actually being able to fast travel was so... It was it was super immersive and I was super I was super into the game during that period of time. Yeah. And I, I don't know, it was it was crazy. Mm. Oh, and I totally hear you on that too. Like in like I said, there was like there was a lot of things about Oblivion that I liked. Yeah. Um, but there were a lot of things that I think were obviously exposed flaws in the system. And yeah, one of it I think was the sort of like dumbing down of like quests. Yeah. Uh, I think making auto travel, like fast travel, a thing that could just be like done instantaneously was also something that like, while convenient kind of broke away the immersion factor of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause what you mentioned about Morrowind with like the like bug system is totally cool sounding to me because it still restricts your movement to, ending up at a fast travel location rather than mm-hmm. just being literally in like the middle of the woods and you're like, I want to go to the, Kavach. yeah, I want to go to Kavach. <laughs> and then you're just there. Mm-hmm. Or there's like, I feel like part of it too is that, um, the intrinsic versus extrinsic motivation is like you get to the, you're trying to complete the dungeon to get the thing, but you don't have to like travel out. And so you don't have that. I don't know. You don't have the same experience as like, you're just motivated to get the thing at the end of the dungeon, but not actually explore it. Exactly. Where, like, you had to go in and, like, in and yeah. out and then get back to It's the more, room. it's like labyrinths versus mazes, where, what like, a labyrinth has a center point or... The goal or The goal, whatever. yeah. And then a maze is just made to be confusing with an exit. But the labyrinth generally has, like, a center point that you're exploring the labyrinth to get to. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um... Those are some things about Oblivion that I guess, like, I had gripes with. Um, but overall, though, like, I mean, you know, there's always the fucking meme ability of Oblivion and its voice oh, yeah. acting, which is something that's, like, fucking gold, you know? To this I day. Think, like, yeah. yeah, I think Oblivion memes are 
Top notch. They're, they're coming. They're, they're coming back. They're, they're coming, coming back on the curve. Full it's the, circle. The staying power. Kill, kill memes though is to acknowledge them as memes. Like, <laughs> you just have to like let it flow. It's not even that they're memes though. It's just the game and things within the game are shareable and relatable. Like, people people understand it exactly. Much, like universally, almost without even playing it. Probably. Yeah. Um. So like that's extent. and like you know it obviously makes sense where it's like oh like there was like what I think there's like fucking. 12, 7 or 12 voice actors for like all Very of small Oblivion. It Is was, that real? Yeah, it was like a ridiculously small Like amount. all the races only had, like one race had one voice character like, it for was like, the males and then w- females was one other voice actress. Yeah, like it was fucking wow. very limited. And then um, Shea Gorath was his own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and fucking Sean Bean was like... Oh yeah, the... Martin. Did he yeah. die? Yeah, he dies. No, oh, okay. <laughs> He's Sean Bean. He's Sean Bean. He had to die. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, when I first... Okay. And, oh, and they had Patrick Stewart as well. He dies. Patrick Stewart voiced the emperor. He was the emperor. Yeah, he was the emperor who no dies in the start. Way. It was one of those things where like you listen to it and you're like, that guy sounds familiar. And you're like, is that Patrick Stewart? And then he And then he dies like, like 15 minutes into the game and you're like, they hired Patrick Stewart <laughs> for... For, for an intro quest? For an intro quest. Fuck my life. <laughs> like, maybe that's all the budget could afford, but, like, I fuck. think so. I think so. Yeah, probably. That's where all the voice acting budget went. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, we got Patrick Stewart for 15 minutes, and then, uh, you, 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 well, you, if, you're if, the rest of the cast. If, uh, if Morwen came out before the Lord of the Rings movies, then Sean Beam would have been hella cheap, too. Because, like, Sean Beam only was really famous after like lord of the rings and he was in james bond though yeah i mean like he was still dying he was still dying i mean that's probably where they got him i know but i feel like he wasn't as well known oh uh, for sure i, I feel say, like he would have been a hell of a lot i'd still say lord of the rings definitely yeah. popularized him but I, I mean there was definitely titles that he was like there were well-known titles right. that, but i think uh, it's because it but was he like, was phenomenal Yes, and I think it's more so that he was a... He wasn't doing, like, a lot of Hollywood at that time either, you know? He dies. He dies. He wasn't doing a lot of Hollywood at that time, too, so, like, he was way more involved in, like, British and... Oh, because he was a theater actor. Yeah. Yeah. Was he? Yeah, I think so. Like Patrick Stewart. Yeah, like... Well... Well... Yeah. Besides Star Trek, but... No, 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 Patrick Stewart is, like, a fucking amazing... Yes, but he's also a... Yeah. But he's also a space guy. Space man. Ginger. You see, he's like his pit bull or whatever. Ginger? Oh my god, yeah, yes, Ginger. it's adorable. Yeah, he has a rescue pit bull named Ginger. But like, and he's it's scared always like, to swim in the pool, but yeah. he's like, come in the pool with me, Ginger. 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 <laughs> so god, <funny>. Patrick Stewart. <laughs> he's also one of those guys where you look at him and you're like, I don't know if you've aged. Like, right. Oh, he has he, now. Oh, yeah. You can but, tell now. But, but still. Fucking, his arms are so ripped, it's ridiculous. It's been like. He's just a ripped dude. Yeah. He's definitely aged not a lot. Ginger. But like. There was a good ginger. like twenty beat years. Beat me up, Ginger. He <laughs> <laughs> they don't say beat me up in next gen. You, you don't know it. <laughs> He's watched uh, it. Uh, I've watched it like six times. Get at me, bro. Plot by star map, Ginger. <laughs> oh my god. Oh jeez. Make it so. That's like the, That's so. the, the go-to one. line for him. <laughs> Engage. Plot by star map. That's not the go-to star. Plot my star map. That's <laughs> so like fucking like a fucking hook that they'd use in like a Star Trek porn parody. <laughs> like <laughs> with Stephen Hawking. <laughs> Plot my star map, baby. <laughs> what? <laughs> Alright. Okay. We're getting off topic here. Oh, okay. What? When oh, do we get off topic? <laughs> what are we talking about? We're ta- Patrick Stewart we're was talking about the, Star Trek. The waylaid part. Um but yeah, the the meme. I think we're at the memeability. Oh, yeah. Memeability, memorability. 
remember rememberability. <laughs> yeah, so memorability. Uh, it it was great. There's so much about this. Like fucking, uh, like stop right there, criminal scum. Like that sh- that yeah. shit is fucking like everyone knows about stop right there, criminal scum. Yeah, you violated the law. Like those. Did you see those short YouTube videos where it was a guy in like first person and he'd talk to the guy and he's like, "Hello, citizen." If you've seen every, and then it's like it's like a vine length basically, and then he like punches him, and he's like, "Oh, oh, have your head for head," <laughs> and then he like attacks him. Like those were like recent. Those were like way after Oblivion came out, and he's and they're just called like Oblivion One, Two, and Three. It's like that sh- that shit's fucking still fucking hilarious. God, and it's just him saying Oblivion lines. It's ridiculous. So good. <laughs> All right, uh, but I would what definitely happens? say that uh, besides meme ability, one of the things that I noticed uh, meme ability. Star- I mean, that's a com- stupid term. <laughs> going, from- I fucking hate it. <laughs> <laughs> going from uh, Morrowind to Oblivion, and then thing like things that you want to keep- that are keepsakes. <laughs> They're, they're meme memeabilia. Meme memeabilia. <laughs> memeabilia. I, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Gotcha. Going to Morrowind. Yeah, Morrowind to Oblivion. To Oblivion. It's like with uh, because I was talking a lot about the quest in Morrowind right. and how they were really a immersive. lot about the quest and just went on. <laughs> but with Oblivion, one of the disconnects I think for me was like there were some quests that were really cool that yeah. showed a lot of potential for yeah. what the game could do, but then beyond like just the context of those quests like it was pretty trivial yeah. there and was that one quest where there's a town in the middle of the forest and everyone's really like not that like they don't speak frankly with you they're like outsider and like shit like that and then you go beneath a house and like find like a murder plot and shit like that i don't even remember what wow yeah like cool. that shit was fucking insane yeah. and that was just me walking in the forest finding a settlement and then there was a quest there. And it was like shit like Why that. Why were they murdering people? I don't It was like a cult kind of thing. It was cool though. Like they, they sacrificed, they martyred yeah, somebody like so that they or... can live happily and have good Yeah, harvest. it was awesome. That's pretty sweet. It was awesome. Uh, it was like that. I think the Dark Brotherhood for me was probably yeah. the best quest they line. They got dark quest lines really good. Yeah. That, I also appreciate then the Thieves Guild. It's like, you learned about the Thieves Guild from like overhearing guards and they're like, yeah, all the beggars are talking about the gray fox, like this no good criminal who does like who's like the essentially like the Robin criminal. Oh wait, <laughs> you're the gray fox. Uh, and so there was like oh, you can see like one. Of, for this. <laughs> he's fucking oh, so God. smug too, because you're like you're yeah. like you put it on and he's just like you're the gray fox. Well, you're wanted for well all oh, kinds of things. I'll make or it's like you're wanted dead or alive. I prefer dead. dead. And then, like, but the only option you have is to resist arrest, and it's like, I'll make captain for this. <laughs> and then you fucking slaughter him in, like, one hit, and you're like, what the fuck ever <laughs> The thing was, the thing was, oh, God, I God, lost they're so smug when they fucking say I that know. shit, too. I'll they haven't even, ca- they haven't, they haven't even caught you yet. They don't have you in, like, shack. Just like, they can totally... shit talk you if you're, like, on the way to, ga- like, if you're to the, the gallows, gallows, right? Yeah. Like, of or course. to jail or whatever. Like, yeah. sure, shit talk all you... But you're... I'm still here, bro. I'm just I'm hanging out in the shipyard. You're just like... You're talking shit and you haven't even done anything yet. Mm. One of the best things, too, is just like... It was just programming and, like, like, engines limitations. But you could put on... As soon as you put on the Gray Fox mask, 
guards would sprint to you to like engage you yeah. or whatever and so you could put it on and they'd start running and then if you take it off they'll run up to you and they'll still initiate a conversation yeah, like, hello citizen but they'll be like yes citizen <laughs> so it's just hilarious seeing all these guards run to you and then be <laughs> like, like yes. quickest speed too <laughs> yeah. oh it's great they sprint so uh there's i also thought the the jail system was pretty cool i mean the lock system like was kind of frustrating like when you could oh, try that to was tumblers. the four tumbler one yeah, yeah. and oh you try God. to like you have to like you have your lock pick and you have to like yeah, hit the tumblers hit and like right. lock it it um, was cool it was cool and i i appreciated the it. hard locks were oh my god fucking hard skeleton though. key or bust in that yeah fucking exactly yeah. um but i remember like every time you got sent to jail you could always find one lock pick in your jail cell right to try and pick your wow. lock to get out yeah. it was so cool yeah. like it was tiny bits about the game like that that I thought were really cool because I'm like, oh, sweet. Like, I don't have to wait to pay a bail or anything. Like, I could just yeah. try to fucking Give break out. And then you have to, like, loot the chest that has all of your, your, like, items. your yeah. items as well. And, like, to get that. Oh, it was so cool yeah. trying to break out of jail. Um, but that never happened to me because I just killed every guard on site. <laughs> and it's like, all I actually only watch YouTube videos about yeah. it. I never got All fun. witnesses have been slain, so you lose your bounty. Yeah. I, I don't guess, think that I was guess that's how it works. Though. Was, yeah, that was a I don't remember. Game. I remember there was some system that I, like, I can't remember what game it was now that did that. Uh, Maybe. That might have been Skyrim. Mm, I can't remember anymore. All I remember, yeah. though, was uh, fucking Dark Brotherhood. And, like, so, no, the Thieves Guild. What I loved about the Thieves Guild is, like, you kind of hear about, like, how, you know, the Gray Fox is a guy and he's wanted and beggars love him, right? And then, like, so you could always have the option of bribing people. Right. And so if you just bribed, like, beggars eventually they would tell you about like the gray fox and like how to get involved with the thieves guild and that's yeah. like the start of the thieves guild quest so it's kind of cool how you there was not no specific starting point for it other than like for you to kind of keep your ear open and like look at stuff in the town and then inevitably figure out they're like oh i should bribe peasants because i think they'll tell me something or like you know bribe beggars because i think they'll tell me something it wants to be real though they are um you can burninate them too. <laughs> that plus and but I mean Dark Brotherhood I think was a great example of like potential the game had that didn't really play our matter outside of it. Which right. was like, you know, during the Dark Brotherhood, one, the plot line was super great because it was like really a bunch of like kind of political intrigue and you're like, I know someone's a traitor in the organization, but I don't know who and right. like it's like throwing a bunch of like red herrings around and you're like fuck dude like i wish i could figure it out but like i'm pretty sure this guy isn't evil and then he turns out not to be evil and you're like fuck but then he still ends up getting flayed and dies even though his name is lucian lachance yeah, <laughs> the but fucking she... most evil name <laughs> he was fucking great that guy was awesome yeah. um and he he is the ghost assassin in skyrim and he follows you around is he yeah Same when you guy. when you do the dark brotherhood quest and yeah you, you get the spell for the mm -hmm. Once a time you once a day use of the, Lucian Lasha. I mean, it just says Dark Brother Dark Brotherhood Master or whatever, and you summon him, and he's like, uh, "I knew the last listener," and like shit, like like it's the same voice actor, it's the same like model, basically. Wow, what a cool it's Easter egg! It's like, so yeah. cool. Yeah. Like going into Skyrim after playing and like loving the Dark Brotherhood hmm. quest, I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Plus, it's like the Night Mother talks as well about like how Lucian was like the greatest Dark Brotherhood, like right, like he was he was loyal to the Dark Brotherhood from like when he began to when he died and something and you're just like oh shit dude this guy like was 
He was, was like the living he was definition. The embodiment. Yeah. yeah. He was um, Jesus of the Dark Brotherhood. The but all I remember was like during the Dark Brotherhood quests, there were so many ways in Oblivion to kill your targets. Like one of them was like it'd give you a description of it, and one was like a guy who he like hangs out in his lodge like cabin or whatever, and like you just go in and kill him, no problem. Like quest is done, but. Uh, there'd be, like, certain rewards. It's, like, if you can make it look like an accident, like, we'll give you more. And one of them was, like, you can loosen the, like, uh... Like, string. The strings on his, like, prize moose head, moose head or whatever that he hangs over, like, his fire. Or, Makes it sound it's really like, out of tune. He just dies. <laughs> yeah, dies oh, uh, I didn't want to play in drop D. <laughs> Uh, you could like d- loosen the strings on his moose head that like hangs above his lounge chair. So like when he goes to sit down, like it fucking falls on him and it like he kills him. And then people are like, "Oh, he died from this freak accident where like, his thing fell." I remember there was one where uh, it was like a party you went to and you had to like murder everyone at the party. Everyone? Yeah, it was like five people or something. Oh. You had to murder That's everyone. Not a party. There. That's like a gathering gathering anyways you had to murder everyone there but you had to not make be found it, like out. be found out during and it's so. really hard because yeah. they always like pair off mm-hmm. that's so, yeah. one of the best quests in the entire game yeah because you have to figure out like how do i get these people like because you want to talk to them as well and you can like cast out on other people at the party yeah and so like and you can choose, have like, yeah you can have someone to... kill someone else in mm-hmm. the cellar yeah, and you can choose to, like, not have them go with, like, certain pairings of people because, like, you cast out, and they're like, oh, maybe I shouldn't go with them. Right. Like, yeah, go to sleep right now by yourself. <laughs> like, yeah, go to sleep right now in this bed, and I'll close the door. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just really cool because you had to – there was a bunch of ways to, like, kill people and, like, interact with the <laughs> – That in- is cool. And interact with the environment. I wish, I wish that was in real life. <laughs> Maiming. Burning alive. <laughs> But uh, it just inevitably, like, after the Dark Brotherhood, like, all those ways of, like, being clever and creative and, like, uh, it just didn't seem... Uh, relevant? Relevant, yeah, after yeah. that. So it was really cool, but if, like, they could implement that, like, throughout the entire game, like, oh, that would have been so sweet. Like, right. if that was a legitimate way to kill people or, like, you know, to complete quests. I feel like that's what they were trying to do in Dishonored because that's Bethesda as well. I think so, yeah. And they were trying so. to do, like... A, bro- a Dark Brotherhood game. Yeah. Where, like, the entire game is doing Dark Brotherhood quests. Mm-hmm. Just, so Assassin's Creed? Also that. <laughs> yeah. I remember there was, um... There was, I think... I, Shit! I can't remember if I recall this right, but I thought there was something in Oblivion where, like, you find this guy, and he, like, used to be a skooma addict, and then you could, like... Skooma! Skooma, man! Hit back the skooma with some, like, Khajiit buddies. My moon sugar, bruh. Um, but it was so cool being able to, like... I thought there was a way you could, like, make him relapse by, like, slipping him skooma unintentionally. Like, you replace one of his drinks with, like, skooma. Fucked. And, like, it makes him relapse, and that causes him to do something. Oh, like, then, commit like, a crime, and then yeah. he's killed by the guards or something? Yeah, it was, like, some I feel shit like, like that. that yeah. like, but I remember just being like, that's so fucking cool yeah. that, like, you can do that. But then, yeah, outside of that, it didn't feel yeah, relevant. Yeah, it's only, like, the six or seven times. Yeah, relapsing <laughs> addicts, let's do it! <laughs> yeah! God. But, I mean, you know, shit. so... There was a lot of faults of Oblivion, but overall, like, I think it was outweighed by the good. And its DLC was fucking yeah. primo. I played over, oh, I don't want to say 600 hours, but I played a, a lot of Oblivion. I really that's don't want to say 600 that's, that's hours. That's a lot of that's hours. Fair, that's a fair amount of hours. <laughs> I know. Like, I want to say the number was, like, 623, but I don't want that to be the real number, because that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot on Oblivion. That's a lot. I feel Oblivion. like main storyline is 
probably I, of course, less of course than I forty. wasn't gonna do the main story. No, 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 I'm like I'm saying oh, main like, storyline like is probably point, less than forty. Right. And then right. you do like all the extra stuff with like Dark Brotherhood. Yeah. Like you could probably do every all the guilds and still yeah. be under like two hundred and fifty oh, hours. Yeah. So I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what the fuck I remember I was the mage's doing. quest line was pretty sweet because there was the one mage who was like evil or some shit. I remember <laughs> he's, he's he's bad guy. He's ba- <laughs> bad guy. He's bad. He's bad doctor doctor strange, but he bad doctor. He's a strange. bad mage. <laughs> um but I remember he had to like he's like, Yeah, uh this guy, this corpse is in this well and he's just a failed apprentice. Anyways, he he had this ring on that I really oh, needed yeah. to get, and you go down there like, oh, there's the ring. But then it turns out it's this ring of like gives he- you like fifty, like like it's like a thousand pound ring or right. something. So like when you equip it or put it in your inventory, you like you instantly weigh sink. a thousand. Yeah, so that yeah, then you so find you out you're like, you're like, oh, this dude died because like he fucking was murdered by the setup by this ma- like master yeah, wizard. Holy shit, not I like. That. That was so cool as fuck. there's a lot of cool like revelating moments. You're like this fucking guy, <laughs> like. Yeah. You what, mate? Yeah, I think Oblivion had a lot of those similar things that I talked. About. We talked about in Mass Effect One, where like there was a sense of urgency in doing quests. Mm. Like I remember in right. the Dark Brotherhood, like you find out that Lucian has been like uh, implicated and that he's innocent, and you have like evidence that he's innocent, right. and you're like, no, there's like I don't know who the traitor is, but it's not Lucian. But there was already like a group of like assassins sent out to kill Lucian, so you have to try and get no. there before like they do. Right. And I remember you're always like you can never beat them. Like you're always short. Like they'll always just be already right. Loaded. But it always feels like it's the next thing you have you're to like, do. Oh, fuck yeah! Like I gotta go quickly save Lucian. Like I can't fucking. Well, my map is telling me to collect five mushrooms <laughs> over here. So. God, it's on the way. I mean, why not? <laughs> <laughs> But that, yeah, there was a great sense of urgency in Oblivion. Yeah. Mm. I totally agree. Yeah. Bringing it back to the DLC, though. Um, yeah. I I not only lo- loved the Shivering Isles and the extra world that it added, but I also liked the additional sites that, it, that the DLC added, like mm. the Pirate's Cove and the Wizard's Tower and stuff like that, that just, you know, it didn't... If you didn't have the DLC, it, it was just an empty place on the map. But when you did have it, it made it, you know... It filled it in. Yeah, it filled in that empty spot. Mm-hmm. And that that felt really cool when I was doing that in the game. And I was like, oh man, this is awesome. I got a wizard's tower. <laughs> I don't know. Shivering Isles, though, I think was like... It's probably one of my highest rated DLCs ever for a game. Just I remember there's nothing about that DLC that I remember like not liking yeah uh the storyline felt very fleshed out like shale gorath was like a very personable character yeah. like so you're just like this guy is like he's fucking like daedra lord of madness like i fucking believe it this guy's off the fucking yeah. hinges or, like off his rocker like but he was well very well written yes like super well written and well voice acted just like super believable yeah as that character because there's a lot of times you're like he says some stuff and you're like ha 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 I guess, and he's like, oh yeah, this last guy? Yeah, I just totally fucking murdered and mutilated him, just cause like, you know, why not? Like, it just, he fucking got me at a bad time, am I right? And you're like, yeah, so, uh, remind <laughs> me to never get on this dude's bad side ever, like, <laughs> cause he'll, like, he's he'll fucking skin me alive. Like, Yeah. Uh, I, that's probably where all the hours in Oblivion went. I played a, oh, okay. a ton in that world. It was so much... I remember just like staring at the skybox in Shivering Isles because it was like multicolored and it looked like 
fucking and I was on shrooms. universes above you and shit like that, and I was just like, this game's fucking incredible. <laughs> like I don't know, uh, the the main town that was split down the middle was also really cool to me for whatever, because it was supposed to be this kind of what like cerebral, like left side of the brain, right side of the brain, or whatever. Yeah. And one of the sides is like dark and fucking brooding, and the other side's like golden and like fountains and shit like that and i i don't know it was so cool to have these two different towns so close in proximity and then just the crazy people that were around in those those towns i was like this is this is my this is where i live <laughs> i don't know it was a really like i said it's a like shithole but it's my shit it's hole. my shithole that i love mm. great dlc yeah i don't even cool. know what else to say about it uh about a uh, great dlc <laughs> Cool. Yeah, I guess um, so. But I think, you know, obviously, looking at these past two titles, there's a lot of nostalgia that's associated with them. Um, but I think probably the most relatable Elder Scrolls title, uh, definitely probably one of the most mainstream. Dun, ones. dun, 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 dun. <laughs> so, <laughs> Wait, that's not the Pirates right one. Of the Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's an Elder I, Scrolls game. I practice with them for four hours a day so that when I meet a pirate, I can kill him. <laughs> That's the fucking worst line I've ever heard. <laughs> Is that real? That reference, it's, dude. Yeah, it's uh, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean when, like, uh, Jack Sparrow and Orlando Bloom. Like, I call him Orlando Bloom. And <laughs> Jack Sparrow. Not Will. Will Turner, Turner. or whatever. Uh, Sounds they, right. They fucking... Bootstrap. Bootstrap. Yeah. They, they fight in the, the, blacks, in the blacksmith shop or whatever. Oh, and, like, and fucking God. Jack Sparrow's like, who makes all these? And then, like, Will's like, I do. And he goes, you need to find yourself a lady, mate. And then, like, our, like, right. do something. Yeah, I remember the, the, the sick bants. The sick bants they have. Although, that, like, the choreography for that scene, though, Incredible. is uh, fucking amazing. Incredible. Because they, like, do stuff with with the machinery and Ooh. environment. Yeah. 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 Like, and I the, like that movie thing. a lot. No, the first one's good. Yeah. yeah. Also, I mean, a total thing. <laughs> Uh, they should have stopped at one. They should have stopped. They should have stopped, stopped at one because they're coming like, out with a new one. I know. Should've in the fourth one, they should have stopped at one. It's just like there's one. There's only under- one ride. And I understand. I understand that Johnny Depp was like great in the first movie. Yeah. But then the next two movies, like the characters, just like played out. I don't give a shit about Keira Knightley and Orlando Bloom. I, I just want to see Johnny Depp. And then they came out the fourth movie, and I'm like. Well, you can't have a movie with just Johnny Depp. Like it just—it <laughs> doesn't work. And so I, and that's when I realized, like this. Series. Next next episode of Meta Pirates <laughs> yeah, of the Caribbean. Yeah. It was anyway, so, God, there were so many things that like one ended on such a good note for everything. Like, uh, guy got the girl. Like, you know, fucking pirate got the ship. Pirate got the ship, and then there was the dude, uh, the Commodore, who's like entire thing. Like, it was such a cool character moment. And then once I get past this point, we'll go back to the actual podcast. No, the rest of this episode. <laughs> Pirates. There was this cool thing where, like, Commodore Norrington had this, like... Wow, his name. Yeah. Like, holy shit. But his whole entire thing was, like, I hate pirates, and, like, my objective in life is to hunt pirates. Right? But then he realized, like, Jack Sparrow was, like... He's one good he, damn pirate. He's one good damn he's pirate. He's a commendable pirate. But it was the thing where it's, like, like, if he caught Jack Sparrow, he knew, like, his mission would kind of be over. Like, his purpose... And so he made this like deliberate decision at the end of the movie to not capture Jack Sparrow right away because it was like if he did like it would have like he realized the flaw of who he was and like accepted it. And that's what was so cool about Commodore Norrington was like 
It, it was literally like the be- like one of the best like character defining moments I've ever witnessed in like a movie where I'm like he understood what his like his flaw was and accepted it and it was so cool. I feel like you're drawing more on this character than actually like, no like he was really actually, like, he was really a, he's actually just like a flat character <laughs> like he, he doesn't change at all but he just realizes he has like, like he this was, meta awareness like, of who he is and he's just like. Well, I fucking suck. I guess I'll just continue no, sucking. He was, and Paul's he was like, compelled. No, 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 you don't suck, bro. Because no. <laughs> he was compelled. Like he really wanted to get with Kira Knightley, right? But then he accepted Kira the fact Knightley. that he was like, you know what, like you know, Will Turner, like that's the guy this for is her. <laughs> and then on top of it, they're like, well, sure. What about Jack Sparrow? Because he's getting away in the Black right. Pearl. Giant like, squid. Give him a head start. Yeah, he's like, we'll give him a day head start. That sounds fair. And you're just like, fucking dude. Like in that moment. Everything clicked for that character. Or is that, or is that just hubris? Like he's like, oh, I caught him before. I'll catch him again. We'll give him a day head start because I'm a dick bag. Uh, I like. There's a little bit about no, because I would say he agreed with Jack. Sparrow no, 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 no. Commodore end. Norrington. <laughs> no, no, because in the final, the fight between like the skeleton pirates and Barbosa's pirates and whatnot. Like, yeah. He totally teamed up with Jack Sparrow. Well, he. Ha- it's a like it was like right. that's evil. survivalism. Yeah, like, that's not. Well, kind of, because he was like, I'm compelled to save Kira Knightley, but he didn't have to save Kira Knightley. No, he, he, if he didn't, they didn't, if he just started fighting the pirates, if he's ordering the people <laughs> to fight the pirates instead of fighting the skeletons or whatever, like he would, they, well, they'd all die. It was just, it was just Jack Sparrow. <laughs> oh, it was just Jack Sparrow. Yeah, there was no Fuck, other... I don't know. Yeah, remember, yeah. it was they're just on, him. They're on, no, like, obviously they, I yeah. don't remember. I got it wrong. Okay. Yeah, remember? <laughs> Commodore Norrington. <laughs> Commodore Norrington, best character. <laughs> Will Turner. Oh, and Gaston's the hero of the country, yeah, so there we go. The, uh, Fuck anyways, off. fucking Skyrim. Skyrim. We talking about. No, totally, Skyrim. Skyrim. I think the main Skyfall? thing. This all started because you got the fucking main theme wrong. Dovahkiin, <laughs> Dovahkiin, Pirates of Caribbean. Caribbean. <laughs> oh, that was good. Okay, uh, the main thing that I remember about Skyrim was like actually has nothing to do with the game. But uh, at the time, me, Paul, and four other friends, because we were living in a five-person suite, but we had a squatter, David. <laughs> well, then no, living... it came out in November. So oh, this it did come out. Pre- okay, pre-David. So we had Three five squats. people living in uh, our residence hall, and we had two rooms. So we put all the beds in one room, and we put all the gaming systems in another. So when we were the staying up till center. four o'clock every day, it's gonna because, be a hot room. Oh, it was. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't too hot. bad in the winter season. Right, it's when it sleep a window open. Well, it was actually wasn't even the heat; it was the glare because we had these vaulted ceilings with these huge ass windows that right. we couldn't get that to. Had no blinds. We no tried. Blinds. We erected a giant cardboard, cardboard and we duct taped it up there. Yeah. and I was the only one who could do it because I was the only one who could reach it. Like I had to use a broom, and I was the only one who could reach the top or whatever. Oh, right, because it was yeah. the full. It was yeah, like yeah, huge vaulted ceilings. Anyway, it fell after like two days. Was not thirty feet. No, say, it was actually I'd like 30, 30 feet. feet at the peak. Yeah. From the ground. Oh, shit. Yo, my God. You're right. It is about 30 feet. Oh, my God. Because you had to stand on top of the dresser. On top of the dresser. Like, okay. With a the really tall to dresser. Tall. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so like we have shit. all the gaming systems in one room. Or we have a common room with the gaming systems, but the computers, like, back-to-back, like, six desks yeah, at one point. It was so great. And that was the year that Skyrim came out, mm-hmm. and also... The year um, we relived SSX Tricky. SSX Tricky. <laughs> it's there Tricky, was, Tricky, Tricky. We did a lot Dota of TF2, two, and Dota 2 became... Did Dota 2 come out, or is it popular uh, It was. Us? It might have been. That might have been when it was starting to come out of beta. I can't remember. There was one other 2012 game. 2012 is when you got it. There was one other game that I can't remember, but we just, like, played Minecraft the shit out of. was 2011. 
But we didn't yeah. really play Minecraft in the... No, we didn't right. play Minecraft. Right. Well, like, anyway, 1.0 or whatever. I remember Skyrim's coming out, and we all, we all get... I think everybody but, like, Andrew... Andrew didn't get it, because it wasn't get his it. thing. It wasn't his thing. Brian got But we all got the... Super hard. Because <laughs> he's, like, the, cause he's, he's like, like, I got it for $38 off of Amazon, but then, like, it didn't... He doesn't get to play it. He didn't get to play it for, like, three days, because yeah. it got, like, delayed. He missed the entire weekend. It was a three-day weekend, too. It was a three-day weekend. Oh my god. And so we get we're like Friday Tragic. midnight. We're like Friday midnight until like three weeks later playing Skyrim and Oh my god. And like by the time Brian gets it, we're like, Yeah, yeah we're, we're, we're kinda done playing. Because it's like one of those games where like you can because we put in what, like sixty hours I, the yeah, first weekend. First weekend easily. Easily sixty hours. I remember uh, like Brian Park, all Brian of us, Park came up to visit. Yeah. And he uh, was he was like, Hey guys, what's up? We're here visiting. We're like, mm. It's a kind of bad weekend. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I felt so bad now. But, no, I mean, man. but the, it was just this, bad, man. It, was bad it was just like very, I don't know, it's like everything about living in that space was great. But I remember Skyrim is just like one of those things that all like hold unifying near, near and dear to my heart, right? Because we all had this like unified experience of um, like exploring this world and like doing the different like quest lines and of course, we all do the Dark Brotherhood because everybody does the Dark Brotherhood. Uh, Starcraft 2 was the other game. Starcraft! Oh, that game yeah. was hella fun. Um, you guys played the shit out of that. I'm in gold! <laughs> <laughs> I was so bad at that game, but somehow I also got put in a league higher than like That's Tom and Paul. And incredible. I just like. <laughs> I like Don't shat my. Play no more. I, I just like. <laughs> I literally retired. I was like, You're I'll like, just Haha. play. Because uh, I all I played was the solo adventure. Because like actually, I, I really enjoyed the solo adventure of like the original, I, yeah, like the campaign. I love, Starcraft. Yeah, yeah Starcraft I love too. Starcraft campaign. And uh, so I played the solo adventure, and they're like, "Why don't you ever play like online?" And I'm like, "Okay, I'll play online." So I play online with them. And I'm not very good. And then they're like, "I started doing ranked because I was like fucking had nothing better to do because it's sophomore year, not college. Like you don't really do anything." No. Yeah. And uh, no. <laughs> and I and uh, I ended up getting in gold, which is like. Not a fucking achievement by any means. It but is like for, for our standards. But for our standards but at for the these time. Silvers. Yeah, for these silver scrubs. Fucking wood league. Like David's over there in like master or like masters. David got a, yeah, I think he got masters. And then uh, Andrew's in diamond or whatever, and I'm yeah. like, I fucking got gold, bitches. Anyway, so Skyrim. It's mostly the experience of living living in the room and um, enjoying having that shared experience. It was, it the, was the new college experience. Yeah. The game itself. The game itself was good, but it wasn't anything that, like, particularly I hold fond as, like, a video game memory experience. We played a lot of Killing 4 as well. <laughs> <laughs> You're just remembering all these games. That's true. You guys yeah. did play a shit ton of Killing 4. We did play a shit yeah, ton dude. of Killing 4. We could drunk and I listened to Linkin Park. That's pretty good killing floor music. It is. It is. You could listen to the bodies at the floor. One thing. I don't know why. It doesn't even matter how hard you try. Um, yeah, no, I would totally agree with you on that point. Like it was that whole entire like being part of starting the adventure and like together and but doing our own things and like it totally And you could play as Khajiit. Khajiit got wares. If you has coin. If you has coin. Um, but yeah, that was, there was so many things, and I remember, like, some of us made the effort to, like, dive, like, go different directions. Right. Like, um, obviously. Like, I remember Tom, Tom did Mage Guild, and I'm like, who the fuck does Mage and Guild? And Dylan, like, was like, God. fuck everything. I'm just going, like, this direction. <laughs> yeah. Huh. 
I'm just gonna go pick some apples over here. I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> there are so many great things about that game, though. Dude, I don't know what Dylan does. <laughs> he get no reins. That's very clear. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think you know, for as great as Skyrim was, uh, it definitely it's a very conflicting game for me. Um, Why do you say that? Uh, well. With Oblivion, I'll, I'll preface this with Oblivion had mods for the PC version, mm-hmm. and like they were fucking great, but they were a pain to set up. Um, and then like you know, mods would conflict with each other all the time, and they weren't supported by Bethesda. So Bethesda was like, "We don't want you modding the game." Um, so Skyrim rolls around, and I think Bethesda kind of just hit the point where they're like, "You know what? Regardless of what we do, people are gonna find a way to mod the game, and it's gonna happen." So instead of trying to like fight against it, we're just going to accept it. We're going to give them developer tools for them to make their own mods. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so that was, like, really cool for a studio to do that because it's kind of that idea of, like, you know, we were talking about it with, you know, Skywind earlier where it's, like, if the fans are going to make it, we know it's going to be good. It's got to be good. And it's, like, 10,000 so... booby mod later. <laughs> but that was... <laughs> that like... is not a thing. <laughs> Just is it? Kind of, it's, like, how many... Is it a thing? That's how mods. many booby mods there are. Yeah, like, like uh, I don't think there's that many. I don't think there's ten thousand, but, but there's at least like three. Oh wait, just oh I thought you meant like like they one mod, but there's like, one mod, but there's just like everything. Ten thousand Like the the mountains are just like one big boob. Like the Mar- <laughs> like the Marwin mod where every sound a- is the. Uh? <laughs> 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 Literally every sound effect. So every step is uh, 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 and then you talk to one person and they're like. Uh, and then there's birds. <laughs> the YouTube video, like, it's the intro of the game with just those sounds. It's the best thing ever. And there's, like, a bird. It's like, oh my, it's incredible. Oh, my God. It's incredible. Oh, Gwen is... You out. broke me. Gwen is out He's tapping out. Um... So, but I would... Th- so it was so cool because... Booby Because, yeah, since Skyrim was, like... Bethesda was accepting the fact that like, <laughs> 10,000 of them. Every, 10, everything is boobies. Mods. I honestly, I was thinking of like, there's this episode of The South. title is 10,000 boobies. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's one mod, mod and it's called 10,000 boobies. boobies. And all it is is just like, everything's boobs. <laughs> and it made me think of this like one South Park episode where like, Kenny t- does like cat, like does this oh, new drug piss. and it's cat piss. And then and he would go into it. The like yeah, Stan's dad does it, yeah. but it goes to like the heavy metal okay. thing, and then there's just like everything's boobs, yeah, because <laughs> it's like a nine year old or yeah. whatever dream the face or is whatever, and everything, yeah, everything. Okay, boobs. that's fair. That's what I thought. That's of. the mod. That's the. Mod. I'm gonna make that mod. I'm gonna call it ten thousand <laughs> boobies. Um, so it was cool because five hundred twenty-five thousand six hundred boobies. Subtext: No more, no less. <laughs> exactly, ten thousand. Um, so it was cool because Bethesda embraced, like, that fact of, like, you know, we know people are going to mod it, and it was kind of cool to give fans that power because it's, like, you know if the fans are making it, it's going to be something that it's going to be well-developed, and it's going to, like, be intentional, genuine, and have, like, a lot of kind of passion put into it. And ultimately reflect what the players want, which is ultimately what the game developer wants. Right, because it's, like, you know, who's, who better knows what they want in the game than, like, the player themselves. Right. Um, so that was really cool. Except when the player's stupid. <laughs> Except when they all they care about is boobies. <laughs> How dare they want 10,000. <laughs> but the, the thing about it, though, that it's kind of like a double-edged sword, is that the game felt not like... It felt a little less fleshed out. Like, they almost had an intentionality that, like, they knew more was going to be added to it. So 
there was a little bit of slack in terms of like what was put in. Not to say like there a, wasn't things to do and things places to explore, but sometimes the, like the landscape would feel like empty in terms of like yeah. what you were I doing. I think we talked about this in I think the Legend of Zelda episode where um, we were you were afraid that Legend of Zelda wouldn't have Breath of the Wild wouldn't have um, enough things to do to kind of accommodate accommodate this, this huge scope this huge space right. right? Um, and definitely I agree with that, that Skyrim, before adding mods, which the mods definitely, they made some awesome mods for Skyrim, oh, yeah. but before the mods, there was definitely like, I only wanted the fast travel. I only wanted to get to mm -hmm. the place as fast as I could, unless I like obviously hadn't been there before. Um, and that's not necessarily what you want from a game. I mean, you're putting in, uh, as a designer, a developer, like you're putting in so much work into this game. Do you really want your players to just run by it right well like I you don't like, want to just you don't just want to create the biggest game you don't want to create the two yeah. great britain game and have nothing in between you want to create the game that yeah. people are going to remember and have fun i feel like they even acknowledged that that's what they wanted people to do with the carriage system in the beginning where you can, can you, pay, me? you can pay at a main town to be transported to any of the seven holds or whatever and then you can get it as a fast travel like fast travel solitude oh, okay Yes. And it's like, so like you have that option so early in the game and that wasn't in Oblivion and that wasn't in Morrowind where you're able to fast travel and like essentially fast travel anywhere in the world before actually, actually going there. there yeah. Which is totally, I fucking hated that. I tried to avoid it as long as possible because I was like, fuck, I don't want to just pay 500 gold or whatever to just be in solitude. I want to find out what's on the way to solitude. But then you're like, oh, fuck, I should have paid 500 gold. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't worth it. Yeah, exactly. But it's like, so there's that bit. Plus then the other thing that rises out of this, like, that's an issue is that people who either don't want to mod games, don't know about modding games, or play on console and don't have access to mods, like, they're now not getting the full spectrum of what the game can be. Like, they're not getting the full experience in a sense. Um, and so that's probably, like, one of the things that... Uh, I think the contradiction of Skyrim is that the potential there is great, but uh, because it's potential, obviously it's not entirely developed. Or right. Like they out. like they specifically didn't finish the game because they wanted the mods to finish it for them. Yeah, I think that's probably like, in a way. Right. I mean, they they finished the game. You can finish. Yeah, Skyrim, obviously, but. but. Like the completedness of Skyrim as a open world game, and that's definitely not to say that there wasn't things to do. Because I remember playing Skyrim for a fair amount of time, and I, I'd come back to it, but um, there definitely wasn't as much replayability as I, I found in other games, right? But there definitely was a lot of things to do. There mm -hmm. was several, like probably like two hundred hours put into that game. Oh yeah, easy, easy. Um, but if they had just condensed it a little bit, made the landscapes or I don't know if I want more stuff in between or just having condensed uh, right. landscape, but I think the game would have been better either way. Yeah, and there was like there was some great things about Skyrim. Like I remember one of the most memorable things for me was uh, going like riding through some snow area and then finding a lighthouse and being like, "Oh, a lighthouse! That's weird. I've never been like into a lighthouse in this game or seen one." And then I go inside and like fucking it's like bodies strewn across the floor, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" And I'm like reading journal entries to find out like what the fuck is going down like and then it's like the basement door is locked and i'm like what the where's the key to this place and so 
it was really cool because it in, it's like one of the favorite things I love about games is where the game doesn't tell you directly what's going on. It it wasn't gamey in that sense. Like mm-hmm. the only way I found out that like shit was going down besides the obvious markers that you know there were bodies everywhere, but like to try and piece together what had happened, I had to like explore my surroundings. Like I had to engage with the environment by reading journal entries and then trying to find a key that I had no clue. Like I think they made some reference being like. You know, I hid the key here, and then I, even there, like, you had to search around to be like, what the yeah. fuck, you know? It's very Resident Evil. Yeah, and so there was a lot of cool things where I'm like, I had to engage, and then I find out they, like, they act, it was just, like, a poor stroke of luck. Like, this lighthouse was built on, like, underneath some, like, Dwen, like, underneath, like, not Dwenmere ruins, just but Charis. it was, like, yeah, it was, like, Charis fucking, like... Egg sacks everywhere. Yeah, and it fucking just, like, they just hatched and, like, burrowed up into the basement, and then fucking, like killed everyone um and so that was like i just remember that being like holy shit dude it was such a cool moment of the game and i think if there was more things like that in skyrim like it would have been a really memorable game um there was that plus you know overall like objectives felt really just mainstream and standardized like i didn't really care to read objective missions there was never a sense of urgency to do things i was like i'll get to it eventually i think i think part of that for me was after playing the game for a couple hours you realize that a lot of the quests or quest areas like dungeons or keeps or whatever follow the same formula Mm -hmm. and i know it's i mean i understand that it's difficult to make every single place unique right but they definitely did not put a lot of effort in that right it's always like found a dead end find the hidden switch no dead end the it leads out to it or like very specific like houses or like keeps where like there's a lot of mobs or whatever that are formatted almost exactly the same like an island that is exactly the same there's uh and there's always the same thing it's like whenever you finish i know when i finish a a dungeon or like a you know a keep or whatever like just an area because as soon as i do like acquire the main thing or fight the big bad guy at the end like there's always a switch that opens up like the hidden door or like to get back to the to get right back to the entrance like yeah and so it was i think it was too much repetition in that formula which was like it was convenient right and there's like it's you can definitely see that mass appeal towards like uh the more, simplicity or yeah like the simplicity yeah. to like draw in more like a more a bigger the marketability <laughs> of it um we just want to market this game to everyone but then when like looking at like what skyrim is to something like what morrowind was uh it's just it's fucking night and day like there the, was like the formula the f- of morrowind the, there like, is no yeah there is none technically like you had to be totally engaging with what was going on to understand like what you needed to do whereas in like it's totally possible right. to just like accept quests and not even read them and have no context and still find where you're it. supposed to go yeah. and complete it like and but I, I, think... I feel like this was in a period of time when they're trying to make the voice acting like take over for the large plus, like, quest the, lore the environment as well too. yeah and they're, they're just it, it didn't work in terms of Morrowind having this huge quest log and immersive gameplay. And then I, it didn't work. Meaning it didn't provide uh, skipping, an, an skipping dialogue you know? was too easy and profitable for your time. 
There was no right. reason to listen to every fucking character y- like yammer on and on about their quest when you could just skip it and then the game would tell you. Right. Like, I mean, the one thing that would be good in Skyrim is if you were talking to someone and skipped what they were saying and, like, you get the quest and it's just like... Uh, like, the quest log is like, like, I don't know. Bits, bits you skipped, like... <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, quit. <laughs> and then, like, that... Like, that would be incredible if the game was... So if you could read their text on the subtitles, it was fine. And you could remember it, whatever. But, like, otherwise, your quest log says... Exactly. Like, that would have been... Like, that would have been the discouragement that anyone would have needed to not that, skip that. Games should do that. Like, literally... That is so cool. It's mean. It's mean because kids are... You know, there's short attention span, shit like that. But, like... That would have worked. Mm-hmm. That would have been the effectiveness of a Morrow, like what you're describing as the right. Morrowind quest log. It was to just, me. Yeah, it was just so cool. Like, I just, I felt way more engaged with what my, my surroundings were. Than, like, and don't get me wrong, Skyrim, like, fucking beautiful game. It came out in, like, end of 2011. Like, I think that was, like, a fucking bar for, like, hey, here's what games should look like. Um, oh, yeah. And, you know, it, but I think it was just, it was kind of hitting the end of the formula for that sandbox open world like and i think it was kind of trying to just uh get the final few miles out of like you know the last little empty bit of the tank and uh you know the the fumes just didn't quite get it quite as far as yeah. they wanted it to wow yeah i tried to go with that uh metaphor that as long as possible. <laughs> and the wheels fell off and, yeah. <laughs> and it's dead and the engine is fucking wheezing and fire. it's fucking no not the car's not dead your joke's dead stop <laughs> The cars are Pokemon. <laughs> no, no, no. Fuck me. <laughs> no. Um, so yeah, that's. Uh, I think Skyrim, and obviously, like when I had like mods and shit. The first, all the mods I installed for my Skyrim, like all immersion mods, like couldn't fast travel. Uh, had to eat and sleep to survive. Ooh. Like, um, if you went into cold regions, you had to have like fur warmer, like whatever. fur armor and stuff, which made it relevant. And if that's you went cool. into like ice water. You would start getting Die. hypothermia if, like, yeah. you didn't warm up. That's and, like, awesome. so, yeah, like, being, like, having, like, torches and, like, sources of heat were super important. Um, that's really cool. Having food, like, was really important. And, that, like... That's a great way to experience, like, enhance that. Yeah. So, there are so experience. many cool things about, like, modding it that, for me, at least, I was like, God, I can make this game what I want it to be. And so, like I said, that's, like, the potential of Skyrim and how it was developed and right. designed. Infinite potential. Yeah. Technically. So there's that going on, and that's really cool, but then if that's never utilized, you're kind of just left with sort of this game that after, like, you've kind of done it once, you're like, I don't really feel like I need to do it again. Right. Or even when mods came out, I wasn't necessarily motivated to do it, because I was like, well, go buy Skyrim HD. <laughs> yeah, am I going to play, like, Skyrim 1.5 kind of thing? Like, am I going to play the same... Because I already did the story, so am I getting really more from it now? Right. Like, probably not. Like, But if it was like that in the beginning, I would have had a way better experience. Yeah. I'm not going to spend the 200 hours or whatever to play it again with mods, mm. even though I played some with mods, um, just to get like a slightly better experience right. playing without it, which right. is also annoying because I know the mods made it better. Yeah. It would have been sweet if like the repertoire of, like, of mods were available, like at least some of the... like more common ones but then you know it's hard to develop those without ever having like an experience or exposure to the game itself right like to know what it's missing that it needs but yeah it's a weird balancing thing right because then it's like almost like the ideal time to play skyrim 
would have been like three or four years after its release because when there's then, like a big uh, modding community yeah like you know already. a modding community and like you can people have suggestions like hey if you want to play a more immersive skyrim like right install do these yeah. host of mods and shit like yeah, that and here's what they do and stuff or if you want to play like a crazy fucking right like, like the feed the beast mod packs of skyrim basically. yeah yeah totally just changing the game essentially to its core mm-hmm. while still just keeping it as like a shell <laughs> yeah so that's for me uh all that's what i would say like Skyrim kind of finally rests uh, for me. Yeah. Uh, I think, Glenn, you you probably, I don't know how much more or less that point resonates with you. Uh, which point? Which point? Uh, just like, where kind of like Skyrim, like, I don't know, just a contradiction in itself. Like, once you've done it, you don't need to do yeah. it twice. Yeah, like, no, definitely. I, I have, since it came out, I've probably picked it up like three or four times um and each time i play less and less yeah um i remember the last time i picked it up i probably played like five hours and i was like what am i doing <laughs> why am i doing this to myself again um and it, it doesn't have that replay value um even with like the mods and stuff like that just because um ultimately it is a role-playing game and you can role play as different things but um the story is always going to be similar because um, mm. there's a fit, finite amount of dialogue that can actually happen Right. Um, and it just, yeah, it, it fell short. The original experience was good, uh, but it definitely fell short to what it could have been. And I think that's mainly due to um, releasing a game that did not have enough to support the, the scope of the geography, like the actual physical space. Right. Totally. So, you know, I'm the dumb one. I hadn't played Skyrim in five years and I had no way to, so I bought Skyrim HD. No. But I'd also never played the DLC, so it was fun to kind of explore that avenue. Mm. Oh, definitely. DLC was not fun. DLC didn't do it for you? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I I think I was expecting Shivering Isles-esque, like that level of DLC just in Skyrim, and then it didn't didn't live up to the hype. Mm. Yeah. I also felt like a lot of the quest lines for, like, guilds and everything were not as... Uh, extensive or comprehensive as uh, they were in Oblivion, which I think in right. Oblivion really except like... the Fighters Guild in Oblivion, which we have no recollection. Oh yeah, I fucking do not remember. <laughs> I remember doing Fighters Guild, but like honestly, I have. I actually seen, I isn't the fighter remember. isn't the Fighters Guild like part of the thing that you do for were- werewolf for werewolf? Stuff? Yeah, yeah. It's the, that's uh, in Skyrim. The companions. It's yeah, Skyrim. Is that what you're talking about? Uh, no, in, in Oblivion. In Oblivion. Oh, you're talking about Oblivion. Yeah. Sorry. Like, I remember the I arena though. I remember the arena because you end up number with the one fucking, fan. Yeah, your number one fan. Oh, I'm your biggest fan. Yeah. <laughs> God, that guy was so fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh man. Oh. Yeah. So I mean, I guess this is the uh, the time of the show now. Uh, we uh we take it on down to uh to Kelsey's corner. Kelsey's corner, going down to Kelsey's corner. We're going to the corner. Doom doom. Sounds like a place where like drugs. Are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I guess we're gonna we're gonna hear what Kelsey has uh, her take though on uh you know the Elder Scrolls on series. the Elder Scrolls Skyrim. series. About to lose this fight. Pause to search inventory. Eat 20 sweet rolls. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. so relevant. Yeah, I feel that's like, we're, that's exactly, I can recall 
moments in like right. in all of these games where like that was exactly my thing where i'm like fuck i'm out especially in like skyrim when i first started being like i am out of fucking potions like <laughs> what fucking food do i have oh, sweet raw deer <laughs> meat <laughs> <laughs> like to fucking heal right now in this fight i feel like that has to be like a webcom or like a webcomic or whatever like you know, you're oh, fighting definitely. something, and then it's just like pause, and then he's just like, "Hold on, let me eat this." And it's yeah, like just a stew or whatever. <laughs> entire yeah, entire yeah. wheels of cheese in his mouth. It's very or, accurate. Or her mouth. To the imagery oh, yeah, of Skyrim. Yeah, there there's so much about like. I mean, it's kind of funny thinking about it too, because it's always cool to have the sort of that immersion factor in games of like I can cook food and like and prepare meals. Like that's really cool and like. They can have cool effects, but then there's obviously the other side of it where, like, no one's gonna fucking eat a, like, a three-course meal in the middle of fucking combat <laughs> to, like, oh, oh, I guess I'm feeling yeah. better now. You pull like, out, like, a table and, like, <laughs> assign yourself, like, the handkerchief napkin, and you're like, cutting into the steak. My silverware, please. As there's a bear just, like, frozen attacking It's, like, trying to attack you, but it's, like, kind of taken aback by it and being, like, Wait, and it like tries to wind up again, and you're like, mm -mm -mm. Mm -mm. and it's like, oh. third course. <laughs> <laughs> it just like kind of stands there awkwardly, trying to be like, oh. are you are you done yet? Are you done? <laughs> yeah. But in there, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a a gentleman's agreement, though. You know, you stop yeah. the fight where you're at, and then immediately you go back to exactly where you were yeah, after right, your like, meal. I but mean, you're like, way more and he's just equipped. like, like <laughs> with like your napkin, like just like. Like your dad in your mouth. Your dad in your mouth. Stop. I'm sorry. Stop. I'm sorry. But yeah, that's. I mean, it's just fucking. It's hilarious because like Spot we went on. on this entire like thing like throughout like you know the entire three four five of just being like yeah like here's like all these really cool things and the immersiveness and then it's like this thing that's kind of stood the test of time of like well that and it's present in other games too like. As we talked about, like Breath of the Wild, like, but it's not something for me. It's I feel like it's what it's definitely gamey. Like it's oh, yeah. it's something that doesn't right. happen in real life, right? Or like wouldn't happen if you were actually playing as this person. But it is something that I can you know suspend my disbelief and just be like, yeah, it's something that ha it has to exist. Right. Like yes. I'm not gonna fight some fucking dragon. With just as much health as I started right. out with. Like, I'm not going to be well prepared to fight anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's really bad. So, yeah, it's just, I mean, I fucking, I appreciate it. Top. Uh, that was great. Know, yeah, top notch. It was great. Hats off. Hats off. Hats Spot off. on. Thank tip top. We Thank tip you, our fedoras to you. Yep. And scratch our neck beards. Yeah. <laughs> no, not that last. <laughs> I saw so Ooh, I saw somebody today. Imagine this, listeners. Uh, this guy. Listener. I was in the D DOL, also known as the bad, DMV, yeah. and pretty sure it's only DOL now. What? I'm pretty sure they're never DMVs anymore. DMVs exist in other states. Oh, oh seriously? Other yeah. States? Yeah. So like okay. it's DM it's DMV in like Nevada and California. So, so you're telling sure. me if I look that up right now. Okay, I'm just continue. continue the story. Anyway, this guy had a. Uh, like a goatee, just the uh, the chin part, right. but it was shaved on his chin, but it was just under like the soft part of like where your tongue wrap, you know, like of your like your underneath, like it was just like, but it looked like a strap, like a goatee, and it was long. It was fucking weird. weird, dude. It was like a solid inch. 
and I was like, that's that is the and they're they're kind of like a um, like you know like 45, 50 years old couple, and they're like totally like old rockers. You can tell, you know. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like, right. He's just trying to trend set but the not, facial hair, but it's it was not fucking weird, that's some man. Awful shit. Anyway, that's some nightmare. Yeah, if you want to scratch your uh, neck goatee. So here's the uh, for for male facial hair fashion advice. Yeah, I next, actually, next week on because I actually podcast. read up on this uh, back when I was a, a sophomore in college. Um, you can have a mustache, just a mustache. That's fine. Um, you can't have just a beard. You have to have a mustache and beard. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's oh. weird. So yeah, it's doing either, the doing the no mustache. Right. No, I've definitely heard that. Yeah, I used to over, only do just a beard. So. Did you? Yeah, I remember my freshman year of college. Oh yeah, you had just like and I, it was really no, it was, it was just this part here, just like the chin part. Oh really? Did you? Yeah. I'm gonna have to go look back at some pictures. Some yeah, yeah, we got some pictures for that. Picks. I feel like some people can pull it off. It's very few. Yeah, people. but not a lot. As a, like, but, a as lot a, of people. The also, devil. There's also a lot. Not a lot of people who pull off like the like just the mustache. Yeah, maybe. it's like very, very much a heuristic, like just a rule of thumb for the heuristic. Gen- what does that word mean? Paul? A rule of thumb. Oh. So it's like a, a rule of heuristics. It's just like or having a system of heuristics is like having a a system of like. It's probably rules a lot thumbs. less like historically sexist than rule of thumb. So I'll probably use that instead. Yeah, it's great. It's used all the time in projects. Yeah, that's when management. they would chop. Uh, the Egyptians thumbs off no. to show that's, you can no it's actually you can okay. legally beat your wife if the thing you were beating her with was smaller thumb, than your thumb yeah like a thimble yeah uh, okay no like a rod that was like the thickness oh, the was width. of your thumb I was thumb. thinking like actually just like smaller no it's bullshit like a man. wedge of cheese it's like some real a wedge <laughs> of cheese it's some real yeah, shit a heuristic is what that's called interesting it's good um, but yeah, that's a heuristic or heuristic. A, hu- heuristic is how it's pronounced. Well, I'm H- gonna look it up. H- you're just <laughs> Yeah. Well, no. This is actually this is my formal education coming into play. Now. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. This is project management. Um, oh. Wow. Look at this. Yeah. It's it's ability to make quick uh, decisions that do not require do not require extensive thought or um, like conversing with other so people. Like exactly. Com- common knowledge. Yeah, so it's just like, yeah, a way, how can we make decisions fast that don't need to be talked about? All right, there's our, little, our podcast has evolved so much. There's our I'm little fact like, tidbit at the end of the yeah, podcast. Yeah, and how uh, much we're here's actually the part where I blather people. on about Gosh. where we're on, on social media, such as Twitter and Facebook. And Twitcher. And Tw- what? Stitcher? Stitcher. <laughs> Stitcher. And Podbean. Podbean. And, and YouTube now. I added two episodes to YouTube. Mean, oh, Congrats iTunes? to Did us. Didn't say iTunes already? Didn't say iTunes. iTunes. You have to wait till the end of the episode to see the, the No, beast. don't. Stop. Just kidding. <laughs> it's a secret. I'm not going to edit this. <laughs> Either way, uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, this episode of Meted Podcast. Brought to you by Mini Wheats. Nope. Nope. <laughs> This is why we did not give Glenn baby power. <laughs> Damn I would, it! <laughs> I would totally fucking eat some mini weeds. Remember when we I, bought that huge like bag? I have one in my house. Oh my god! Like a minute and a half ago, we were talking about like our educational value, and then we're like, like mini weeds. <laughs> oh my god! Mini weeds, please <laughs> sponsor sponsor us, please, please. Mini weeds, if you're out there, <laughs> I know the tiny cereal are the real masterminds behind the mini weeds market. <laughs> Tiny cereal? Yeah, the in the commercials, there's the tiny cereal mascots. They're like, they are the mini... Fuck it. You've been meted. 
Bye. Bye.